Hey everybody, welcome to Rockpile Talkpile, the official podcast of the Colorado Rockies subreddit. Um, I'm Zach, otherwise known as username Zach17. Um, going around the horn. What's up, guys? John J Foster15. Hey everybody, Evan Legacy3233. And uh, Jason, unless he patches in from the Apple Store, miraculously will not be joining us. Just just in spirit. Miracle from the Apple Store is my least favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you don't actually get miracles at the Windows Store. No. All five of them. All five of them. So um, we all know that there's a Miller time. Is there a Coors time? I think Coors time would just be we either blow a six-run lead or we don't score more than four runs. (laughs) That's true. That is Friday and Saturday done, wrapped up, finished. Yeah. We are uh, we are recording on Sunday morning before the uh, last game, of the Brewers series. Where I thought we had a bit, little bit better chance of this series for some reason. I was a little more optimistic. Um, but the uh, Friday night game, the the Rockies and the most expensive bullpen in major leagues blew a six run league. So yeah, that was we finally got a nice offensive output. Strung some hits together. Wasn't all solo home runs, and then. For our our pitching just fell apart. It was like a vision of Rockies past where it's like, hey, the offense showed up, but the pitching sure didn't. Yeah. Yeah. That is finally looking like a mortal for the first time all season. Yeah, we've been talking about his peripherals for the last couple of podcasts and how you love seeing a good start from Bettis, but you don't really expect it. Yeah, I mean it was kind of expected that he'd come crashing down to earth. Not <laughs> so much as like he would die, but I mean, I mean it's like for a few times. He he's a good pitcher and we all love him, but we I think all had to expect that at least at some point he was going to have a bad outing. Right. Yeah, I mean it was going to catch up with him eventually. And I think um what this kind of comes down to is it was it's it's an interesting series cuz we finally had an offensive output. And if you look at the last like most of our games, we've had like kind of four runs or less most of the time. Um, there was that four. one Brewers game. Then there was that one Mets game. There were that, that second one Angels Cubs game. game. Second Angels game where we scored zero. I don't remember. Did we score four in the first Angels game? Yeah. 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 I was there. I should know. Yeah. Yeah, we had the meetup. That was cool. Yeah. Rock Pile Talk yeah. Pile meetup. That was, that was beautiful. But basically, you stroll through... Um, we did have a couple of five-run games in like late April, but if you scroll through, um, I we, think the thing we always keep talking about because it's a it's a large it's a big deal is the offense of the Colorado Rockies is fairly poor. I mean, fairly outside of lightly. we had that series uh, that game where we stomped the Cubs at like the very beginning of May, and then mm-hmm. we had that eight-run Mets series, and then the ten-run mm-hmm. loss to the Brewers. But outside of that, every single other game. Uh, so far in May, we have scored four runs or less. Yeah, and last night was just the Trevor Story four runs. Nobody else contributed. I it was mean, the it was the Trevor Story show with special guest star Nolan Arenado. Yeah, I mean it's nice having Trevor Story. I didn't think any of us expected him to be like this hot right now. Um, his defense is amazing. He's hitting home runs. He's getting doubles. He's he's doing a lot of things, and it seems like almost all the things. So and he's striking out way 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 less. Um, we were all super concerned at the beginning of the season because after his hot spring training, it was he was looked just like old strikeout story, swinging at everything and looking not strikeout great. story. Mm. And it looks like he's really been settling back in. Yeah, I mean, I think as I think Jason said, he's up to a one nineteen weighted runs created plus, which is really good, especially for how good a defense he plays. I mean. I'm, I'm not just memeing when I say we should vote for him in the All-Star game when the ballot opens. No, he, he, Cause he deserves, he deserves it. it. Cause he's an incredible defensive shortstop. And then uh-huh. when his offense is there, he is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It is 119 way to runs created plus, uh, he's almost at one full war. Um, the strikeout percentage is 30.3% right now. I think it's right around what Aaron judge was last year. So, right. But it's also less than his 2016 and 2017 so far. And it has been a month and a half, and it's been 40 games he's played in. So I think we can start saying some I mean, good things. Strikeout percentage normalizes. One of, it's one of the quicker stats to normalize. So mm-hmm. 
I mean, we, we, this could be the new Trevor story. I mean, 30% still a hefty amount, but right. Um, but the thing is he, at least he's, he's creating something. Yeah. At least well, he hits the ball in the air. Yeah. And he's drawing a lot more walks as well. I, I think he's up to like 18 walks so far, which is almost a third of his total walks for last year. Yeah. His 11% walk rate is 3% higher basically than his 2016 or 2017 years. Three so, true outcomes. You love it. I love it. Um, it's weird. The Rockies are no longer the worst team in baseball um, in offensive metrics. Um, we are, well, no, we're still the second worst. Nice. We had run created plus. But not nice. the worst. Yeah. I think it's just because those ten, that one 10 run game, that one Cubs game. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been so long since you recorded. I wanted to do the whole like cherry picking the Cubs, the the stats on um, games without <laughs> cherry picking uh, without Ian Desmond. Um, I think there was there's three games that Ian Desmond didn't start, and the total of those games were like 22 runs. And I think I did a the minimum like if I cherry picked the games that we've played with Desmond, it would take. I think it's 15 or 16 games to reach it. Yeah. Nice. So those, those three games that Desmond wasn't there. So yeah, we're going to talk about Ian Desmond again. Let's just ignore the Mets game that he won almost single-handedly. We're just going to forget that ever happened because yeah. that is an anomaly. Because for the entire yeah. rest of the month of May so far, he's just been overwhelmingly bad. You, you can't judge a guy on one game unless it's a playoff game. Unless you're Drew Goodman, who says, are you sure you still don't want Ian Desmond in the lineup? Yes, Drew. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. I mean, um, who doesn't want a about... starting first baseman who's, what, six for 36 in the month of May so far? It's pretty bad. Um, I was trying to find out, when, how do you, how many strikeouts in plate appearances is the record, do you think? Yeah, like, consecutive many? plate appearance. How many? Like, I could... Consecutive plate appearances, like most strikeouts, because he went, what, seven out of eight plate yeah. appearances were strikeouts? Yeah, and then we booed him. I was pretty happy about that. <laughs> I mean, I booed him that Tuesday night before everybody did it on Wednesday. So. I mean, the, the front office and, and Buddy are clearly not getting the message that he is atrocious. And so maybe everybody booing him every time he comes to the plate is what it's going to take to go, oh, maybe Ian Desmond shouldn't be our everyday starting first baseman. Yeah, I mean, the fact that Bud Black legitimately said, yep, he's struggling right now, I'm going to we'll put him try in the right tomorrow. back out there. Mm-hmm. And then Nolan's trying to stand up for him. I know, I, I'm not exactly sure if it's something he has to say or he wants to say, because maybe Ian Desmond's a good clubhouse guy, but, like, it's been a year and two months of just awfulness. Bad. He just um, So he also, he has the amount of negative war in 2018 that he did in 2017. Oh, no. In 60 less games. That's bad. That's That's really bad. bad. Um, He set himself a really low bar, and we all thought, there's no way he's as bad as he was last year. But he's worse. he is on pace to prove all of us so, so very wrong. How about that ground ball percentage, too? Oh, he was up at like sixty nine percent when I checked a couple days ago. Well, that was because of those two home runs. Yeah, yeah. but I, I have outs. no doubt it's going to settle right back in. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, sixty five point three percent. Nice. No nice. Long, no longer the worst in baseball right now. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, you. I was kind of hoping we needed seventy five percent just because that was like an interesting milestone. It would have been nice. We were at what like seventy three point something percent. We were, we were pretty close, close there. And he hit two home runs, struck out all the time, and then he had that triple slash little league home run. Well, and then I was I was talking to somebody last night. It's like, oh well, you know, at the very least, he only grounded out once last night and struck out zero times. So yeah. hey, there's that, I guess. Well, I mean, so it's I- almost at the point where if there's a runner on first base, there's less than two outs. You want him to strike out because you because then he's not grounding exactly. into a double <laughs> yeah. play. His um. I remember I was at a game on Tuesday and I was uh, I was giving him some crap because he was just terrible. He's just terrible, and people were looking back at me, and I had probably been vocal because Ian Desmond is so bad, and because the scoreboard for the entire game on Tuesday was wrong. <laughs> yeah, the, it had the, it had Tony Walters with like a 400 batting average. 
Like, what is going on? I this wish is Tony not... Walters had a 400 batting average. <laughs> right, but, well, like, this is a professional is baseball league um, team, but professional baseball team, and... Some like two of the games I've gone to, there's been a malfunction with our scoreboard, and, and it, they haven't fixed it very quickly. Yeah, the Tony Walters one was up there for almost the entire game because I kept looking over when Zach pointed it out because I didn't notice, mm-hmm. and I started looking over, and it was there the entire time almost. Uh, Just this is un- us unacceptable, kind of like how Ian Desmond's launch angle is unacceptable. Uh, but real quick, going back to before we move on, his grounding the double plays. Uh, Ian Desmond is second on the team in grounding at a double place with four. Can you guess who is in first place? DJ. Well, it can't be DJ. It is not DJ. Ah, Pavlika. It is not Pavlika. Pavlika only has two. Nolan Para. It is not Nolan. Para. It is Chris Ionetta with five. Oh. It's going to take me a while to get to Chris. I would have gone down the entire 25 minutes. Yeah, I guess we could talk about, hey, Chris Iannetta is as disappointing as uh, Ian Desmond's negative 1.9 launch angle now. I wouldn't go that far. It's not as disappointing, but I just wanted to make sure we mentioned that his launch angle is getting better because of those home runs. But We're almost still at a zero. So. <laughs> if he just starts, if he hits zero exactly, does that mean all the balls just freeze and they don't yeah. go anywhere? <laughs> just, just levitate? Just rope. Somebody call a scientist. <laughs> Chris Dad, Iannetta. What would his launch angle be for every single ball to be a comebacker straight at the pitcher? Yeah, basically it would have to be 0%, wouldn't it? Because then it would be on a straight line right to him. Keep him on his toes. There you go. We'll just bring the entire infield in behind the mound. and then Straight line, so if it goes past the pitcher, there's somebody right behind him to grab it. I mean, I'm still in favor of pulling a left fielder and putting behind uh, second base because if he hits it to left field, it's gone or it's to third base. Yeah, it doesn't get in the air very much unless it's the home run. Yeah. Um, let's go back to Chris Iannetta real quick. Okay. Um, I has- mean, he had a great year last year. He's, what, 35 now? Mm-hmm. And um, he's... 0.1 above replacement level. So it's not a it's not a negative war at least, but it's 0.1 war. Yeah. I mean his weight runs created is 83. It's um you wanna like him. I mean I, I like Chris and I, I uh, you know fond memories of Ionetta in the late two thousands, but you know, it's almost to the point where I, I Tony Walter's bad is so bad, but his defense yeah. is so good. And Chris just kind of brings like a average defense. So, I mean, Walter's... And, nice and the dad. fact that we can't... We basically can't have John Gray pitching with Ionetta back there because we just don't... Either Gray doesn't feel comfortable, Black doesn't feel comfortable, whatever it is. There's one time a week, which I get it. Catchers take a lot of off days, I get it. But there's one mm-hmm. or two times a week where he's not... He can't play. Did we have like a... A catcher's um, tidbit about like how bad we are is like one ninety or something. Oh, that tweet that that tweet from Kevin Newman. Yeah, like um, so. Another thing that's really annoying me: baseball is a business. Business? They make money. They do make money. Yeah, our money. So from our money is going to the product. Yes, we pay money. So as much as it's good to have like good clubhouse chemistry, sometimes you just got to make hard calls. Sometimes you should just make the the stupid easy calls. You know, like the Rockies this year. I don't know if it's really black or if it's British or if it's both. But how long was Talkman on the roster? Too like, long, like three weeks long. longer than he should have been. And Valeka? three weeks longer, longer than he should have been. And I love Tony Walters, but like our offense is dead, and Tom Murphy is killing it in uh, minor leagues. And there's literally nothing to lose by at there's, least calling up Murph and giving him another shot. It's like an option. And then what What if for some reason Tom Murphy gets actually hot and he's a right-handed hatter and he somehow can play first base? Then it's Boom. great. Boom. But the Rockies won't do that until like August because they want more time. Yeah. And the fact that Bud Black legitimately said after a terrible performance, yep, I'm just going to trot Desmond back out there. I mean... Even for Desmond's sake, I mean, he it, the guy clearly needs a break. 
And that's I mean, it's yeah. such a tone deaf statement from Black. Of mm-hmm. Everybody is mad about Desmond, and everybody is frustrated about these offensive struggles. We're getting called out by the booth guys. We're getting called out by the beat writers. Everyone's going, what is wrong with this offense? And Bud's response to that is, well, we're just going to keep trotting Desmond back out there and see what happens. And not hit him in the like last spot in the order. Yeah. yeah. Let's, we haven't had a him. podcast since he was what, batting second around yeah. that time. Yeah, oh. that was terrible. He's batted in second twice in the last two weeks, I think. And, and it's disgusting. Who's, so, who would think, yeah, Ian Desmond is the guy who I want to have the second most at-bats in the entire game? Yeah. Bud Blackwood, and that's and that's one of the other issues that I wanted to talk about. Um, we'll take a really quick break, break and we're going to talk about Bud Black. <laughs> All right, we're back um, on the Rockpile Talkpile. Um we wanted to discuss uh, Bud Black and the kind of the theory about the Colorado Rockies and managers. Um, when the Rockies have had like a good manager change, uh, I mean, Clint Hurdle was with us for a while. We got to 2007, and then there was a whole Jim Tracy revelation, and Walt Weiss was just Walt Weiss. But I think <laughs> we got used to being so bad that that taste of the playoffs last year was like, well, it must be Bud Black. I think part of it was the pitching part is Bud Black. Mm-hmm. And not all of it, but a lot of it is Bud Black. There, there's definitely some issues with the way he does pitching. But for the most part, it's been really pretty solid. Right. Yeah. It, we got to give Bud Black the credit for our pitching not being terrible. And we did get to the playoffs last year. Yeah. That being said... Um, whether or not San Diego always had a terrible offensive team, Bud Black was their manager, and we, he's now our manager, and we have a terrible offensive team. And we keep putting these terrible lineups out, like with Desmond in the second spot, um, Dahl's never starting, even though he should. And it's yeah. like, I feel like last year we gave him the benefit of doubt with weird lineups and stuff like that. Because in San Diego, you've got all those issues of the weird front office and the weird mm-hmm. trades and the weird mm-hmm. drafting and all of those combined issues versus, you know, the Rockies. We've got the guys, we've got the talent, but you've got to look at in his second year as the manager here, the offense is still really bad. And we've got quality offensive players on this team for at least the one through four spots. Well, that's it. I think we have the talent, but we don't have the guys who need to be where they are. Well, you can, you can, against right handers, you can throw a lineup of DJ, Charlie, Nolan, Story, and Dahl, and you have five guys who are really good against right handers. And then you're going to have six through nine who are not. And there's a lot of teams like that, I understand. But when I'm looking at Noel Cuevas could be in instead of Gerardo Parra, or Noel Cuevas can be in instead of. You know, Ian Desmond or something. We're looking mm-hmm. at an offense that one through five against right-handers, great, but we don't play two of those guys. Well, six through nine, we rarely have anybody there because it's well, it's going to be Desmond, um, Walters, and Castro. Who I know he's not Pat Valeka, but he has had twenty-one plate appearances, has a negative point three WAR, and got that NISO of zero. Yeah. And this is not like a, a revelation for him. And he had played some for the Braves in 15 and 16. Uh-huh. And he was bad in those two years yeah. also. Uh, in 16 with the Braves, he had a negative 1.1 war. Um, but it's like with us, he's got, you look at his line and it's all zeros except for his three hits and three RBIs. He, in 21 appearances, has drawn no walks. Uh, only struck out once, which, hey, but... Most of those at bats. Most of those at bats, he's grounding out. He's um, he's technically better than Vileka, but it still seems like I I think we were all disappointed by Vileka. I don't think anybody really saw his sophomore slump being this bad. Yeah. No. Um, and it's, no. I I I was really frustrated with Vileka, and everybody or probably knows that I have a little bit of a meltdown of oh now I cannot stand this player that I was in love with last year. Yeah, I know. But I'm still hoping, beyond all hope, that he 
he's going to, down in Albuquerque, get things figured out and then maybe mm-hmm. come back and be able to do what he was doing last year. I mean, it's not a huge sample size, but he has not done well so far in AAA either. Yeah, it's... The, the, the larger idea behind this segment is that we have very few people after like a one through five. And sometimes you only have like a one to four lineup, you know, which is just not going to win you um, a championship. And, no. and we're, we're, we actually, for some reason, have the closeness of being a good team um, in the NL West because the Dodgers are underperforming. Yeah, I mean, um, we, we're a good team in spite of so many factors. And it's and so weird that we've, we've, we have stacked the decks against ourselves because right. everybody in the division is dealing with major injuries. We are the only team that's not dealing with any major injuries. Well, our injury is that we have Bud Black and Jeff Bridich, like not starting regular lineups and not calling up guys. Yeah, yeah. just we have. This like, is the time to win the games. And with this, with yeah, Buddy, this, there's no consequences for negative performances. I think back to yeah, the Dodgers are not doing great, but when Dave Roberts was like, you know what, Bellinger's not hustling; he's on the bench. That's yeah. you know consequence for poor performance or not doing your job. Versus, you know, Buddy Black, we're just going to keep Trotney and Desmond out there and see what or happens. Or put them at the second slot. Yeah, I mean, like, we're, we're doing this to ourselves. There's a, there's a prime opportunity to go out and take a stranglehold on the division. And we are not taking advantage right. of it. We yeah. are, we're t- in spite of everything, bullshit. we are 2.5 games back from the Diamondbacks right now. And yeah. I know it's early May and there's not a lot of trades that are made in like May or June. Um, but at the same time, like there are so many games that we could probably, like, say we traded for just a decent bench player. You Dude, know, Jeanette, what up? I know, just trade for a decent bench player, so we don't have a Castro or a Valeka, who might be able to hit a little bit better than Ian Desmond sometimes. Or like, there's so many bad parts of our lineup, and we're not doing anything about it, and we keep. I, and I think the the larger point was that. There are other teams like on the Yankees and the Red Sox who, like, you made the playoffs and you did really well, but you didn't win the World Series, so we're going to try a different direction. Yeah. And I think that we're never going to, we're not going to see that, like, kind of transition where, like, we made the playoffs, we could do so much better if you only did the rational thing. David, there's, there's some sort of, some sort of shakeup that needs to be done, whether that's a managerial switch a bench coach switch you know uh whether it's a player being demoted to the bench full time and coming out and specifically saying such and such is now a bench player right i mean they kind of have said that about cargo basically yeah speaking of bench players he's not having the best year and Mm -hmm. i don't think he was really meant to be a pinch hitter because all you have to do is have a lefty up and throw low and away to him and yeah and he'll swing his shoelaces strike out and there you go I think regardless of, of, or at least what I think, is that regardless of outcome for this season, Dwayne Espy needs to be fired. I know that Buddy Black's probably not going to have him be terminated middle mm-hmm. of the season because um, he himself was a midseason termination. He probably doesn't want to put anybody through that. Mm-hmm. But Dwayne Espy needs to go. Something is not clicking with this offense, and the very first place you should look is Dwayne Espy. And then we yeah. talked about how the minor leaguers are doing great. Like, Talkman's doing great now that he's in the minor leagues. Maybe it's because of the pitching. Maybe it's because of a different park. Maybe it's because it's not Dwayne Espy. Tom Murphy had that brief stretch in, what was it, 2015 or 16, where he was up for two weeks, mashed. And then uh-huh. every time he's come up since then, he has not mashed. And then there's also the, the whole McMahon fiasco, where I still think that McMahon just needed regular playing time, and yeah. we just... Yeah, what's up with wasting three weeks of his service time? I really feel like he was set up to fail. Yeah, he was. Because we're stuck with Desmond and we decided to bring back Cargo. And nothing nothing makes sense about this team. It doesn't make sense that we're a winning team. It doesn't make sense the moves we're not making. And so, and if you think about it, like. And the moves we do make don't make sense either. How. Like name like there's a a British offensive signing that's worked out so far. Um, Is that Mark Reynolds for a half a year? Mark Reynolds for a half year. I know you hated Mark Reynolds coming back, mm. but at the same time, would have been displeased with Mark Reynolds coming back. I mean, I didn't want Mark Reynolds here because I thought I'd rather have Ryan McMahon get the at bat. 
Reynolds. But if you yeah. made me choose between Ian Desmond and Mark Reynolds, who Mark, Mark Reynolds, Reynolds is a free agent again. The Nats released him. So he's out there, guys. Minor league. He might. He was not doing well, though, in there. No, he was doing really bad. Yeah. There's but a reason again, why they released him. He did sit for basically the entire offseason and spring training, and they got thrown yeah. straight in. So maybe with you know regular playing time, he could get back to where he was at, or maybe he's just bad now. Well, I think the issue is either the Rockies fans need to continue to boo Desmond just so that way somebody actually like, oh, wait, the people don't like seeing this guy um, be terrible at baseball. And there needs to be some, like we said last time when uh, Blake was still in the majors, there needs to be some kind of managerial shakeup soon something's got to change i don't know what it is but something's got to happen. if you want to be a competitive to. team and like this is somehow your only shot because the dodgers are actually terrible right not terrible they're not great right now yeah sure they the could dodgers. maybe go in there 43 and 7 like tear again but even the the giants are 19 and 21 and i think how they're doing their record is betrayed by how they're actually doing because they look you know still kind of sluggish and old out there mm-hmm. but we sign sluggish and old that's our thing <laughs> <laughs> hey, my my, my you, question is: Desmond's not that sluggish on the base uh, paths. Yeah, God. when he decides to slide and actually <laughs> yeah. try. Yeah. Um. Uh, so certainly the, not in store for a 2020 season. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Did you guys want to talk about like how the pitching's still good sometimes, except when Marquez is at home? Yeah. I mean, our entire pitching staff, save for like a very select few games has been really good since what mid to late april uh, i think we are in top we're in the top 10 of a lot of metrics for pitching as a pitching staff as a whole i mean the Statcast podcast with petriello he basically spent five minutes praising our pitching and pooping on our hitting which is what we do for an hour uh that was, <laughs> well, that was pretty nice yeah yeah, I mean, and the Rockies. Our, our pitchers deserve it. They've, they, they are the reason we are two and a half games behind the Diamondbacks. Well, the Rockies' xFIP is twelfth, um, and their FIP is thirteenth. So maybe um, Mike was wrong. Well, maybe things changed since that terrible. Yeah, that was game. Or I think they record on Tuesday or Wednesday. So. Our our war has a seventh. Nice. That's that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So we have four point four pitching war, nice. and I think that um, probably one of that is Otto. Yeah. Yeah. Who continues to just kill it Dominate. every time he's on the bump. So it's just gonna be sad to see like a year wasted with, with I mean Davis will blow a save here and there. Otto's gonna be on like solid. Like this is one of Otto's best years and we can't get any offense behind him. Yeah. Well, and it was funny cause the one time, like he didn't look like himself, he gave up that home run to Justin Upton, but we were mm. up what three or four runs at that point. So yeah. it didn't really matter. Right. And that home run was like, you know, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. And it's just good that it happened in a game where we were up by a few runs. Right. Uh, but I don't imagine us having many more games. We're up by, that my, many runs. My, yeah, we main, need to be like last night's where it's four nothing. <laughs> my main How concern t- from the bullpen is Rusin. Yeah. yeah, Chris is. He's not looking, looking like good. Himself. He's looking like Cubs version. Yeah, which instead of 2017 best pitcher in our bullpen, Chris Rusin. Yeah, that's I too think, bad. Yeah, I mean we have a lot of lefties though, so at least we're not relying on him to be like our lefty lefty guy. But man. Right now, so, with, without Sensatella up there, he's kind of our long man. Yeah, we're trying to stretch Sensi out. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand why, exactly? why we're stretching Sensi out. Uh, I think it was... In case? It was either, yeah, it was either the BSN podcast or the Purple Dino podcast. That they said, uh, you know, they kind of expect a pitcher injury eventually, and so they want to make sure that Sensatella could just slide right in. Yeah. Makes but, sense. I don't. I don't know if I like planning for an injury when yeah. none of our guys have really shown that they're injury prone. But I mean, like it's their a lot of sophomore years. Somebody's gonna overthrow one pitch and then yeah. you're done. I mean, yeah, I, I understand that there's someone who's gonna hit the deal at some point, but I don't really know if I like like planning for it. 
I'm just, I'm still frustrated. We're just, yeah. we, we, so you know who's got like the second highest average in 2018 in Albuquerque? Mike Talkman. Yeah. I was, I was gonna, I was switching between Talkman and Murphy. And that's yeah. what, that, that was the talk that I wanted when he was chosen to be on the main roster for the beginning of the season. Because I, I love Mike Talkman. I wanted him to do well. He looked good in the spring. We've seen him do really well in Albuquerque. And then the moment he steps foot to the plate on a big league roster, it just all dies off. Yeah. Um, so it's also interesting. You ever heard of a guy named Drew Weeks? Uh, I've heard of Ricky Weeks. Drew Weeks is uh, the Albuquerque Astros left fielder currently. That's right-handed. Um, OPS of 1.059 in 21 games. Um, he, you said he's right-handed? Yeah, 82 at-bats. You know, He's already hit like five home runs. He can, can slug pretty well. He's 24 years old. That's, that's, so he's some sort of prospect. Um, I'm just saying, I'm just like kind of looking for things. Cause what about, um, just, just look, you're just grasping at straws. We just need somebody else, man. He has not been good. And there's, there's no way, like, there's no way to like DFA cargo, you know, and just break everyone's hearts. Yeah. I mean, and then the other thing is to be DFA cargo before para. And that doesn't seem like it makes sense, but in this timeline it does. No, I mean, para has been at least improving. Uh-huh. He's still not, he's still not good, <laughs> but he's better. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, he, so far he he has hit better than Cargo this year, which uh, mm-hmm. even I though I was not a huge Cargo guy going into 2018, I didn't mm-hmm. expect. It was a mistake to bring him back to begin with, though. Yeah. 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 It was. So all I'm saying is, say for some reason. Cargo does land on the long 60-day DL or something, or Para or something. I Like, we should be bringing Talkman back up, but I'm not sure like they want to because of his horrid start. And then there's Drew Weeks is there, and his Cueva's going to get sent down. I There's so many possible moving parts cool. that we could do and try new things that we're not going to do. I see no reason to send Cuevas down, though. No. Singles machine. Love Cuevas. I mean, I Cuevas think he has, man. <laughs> that is a that is a great nickname. I'm not. I'm, I don't know how people have missed that because it it seems so it's obvious. It's my favorite. It's what my was favorite. Cuevas Rancheros. <laughs> I mean, right now yes. the only people with a weighted runs created plus better than him on the team are Dahl, DJ, Story, Blackman, Arenado, and huh. Senzatella. Those are the only people who have a weighted runs created plus better than Noel Cuevas. And Sazatella has that one hit better than uh, Ian Desmond to the left side. Yeah. Besides the Hummer. And, um, and yet, Cuevas and Dahl are not everyday starters. Makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, I would just like to point out that I know it's a small sample size and you have to lower the requirement to 25. I think it's 25 at-bats. David Dahl has the best average, the best way to run creative plus, the best slugging percentage, the best everything against right-handed pitching. And we are not using him against well, right-handed pitching. Just, just platoon Dahl and Cuevas. In, for the foreseeable future, or something, because yeah. what Cuevas is better against lefties than Dahl is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, Dahl historically has not been bad against lefties, like as far as his minor league track record and the short time he was up here in twenty sixteen. But he's he has not done well against yeah. uh, left-handers today. I, mean, I still feel like Dahl's got some um, some learning to do because he's striking out a little bit too much. Yeah. And well, it's like, and how much of that is still him shaking off the rust from being shut down for a year plus? Right. Right. Yeah. And as much as good, I was. We have Cargo and we have Para and we have Desmond and we have all these outfield guys who, if I were running the team, which God help us all if that happens, um, would not ever start (laughs) unless it was a rest day. I mean, my ideal outfield is Dahl in left, Cuevas in right, Chuck in center. Until Cuevas comes back down to earth from his 379 BABIP. Yeah. I mean, he's got a 126 weighted runs created plus against lefties. So start so just, against lefties, start dog against righties, cycle in par and cargo as you see fit. Why don't we just, we just make a, we'll just make a lineup real quick. DJ, Blackman, Nato, Story, 
doll. Doll. And then, well, then it, it comes like doll versus righties, Cuevas versus lefties, and then just alternate cargo and para. Yeah. That's what you should do every single day until the yep. foreseeable future. And then, yep. hell, put Desmond ninth in the lineup because that's where his value's at for hitting right Well, because now. there are a lot of our pitchers that are hitting better than him. Yeah. I, Marquez and Freeland. Yeah, there was one time I was really bored at work uh, right before I went on vacation, and I looked at our best uh, offense against either right-hander or left-hander, and three pitchers were in that as far as way to runs created plus, and I thought it was hilarious. So I started like trying to chart where we could hide a pitcher on the defensive end just to have their bat in there. The, the other saddest thing about Desmond is it's not that it's just the name Ian Desmond. It's that your first baseman yeah. is your worst hitter. Like That's supposed to be your best hitter most of the time. Yeah, that's your that's your power hitter. That's and your Carlos Santana. We don't have that. Well, it's like um, we talked about it before, but it's just after Todd was gone, we never really did anything for first base. I, like you could have seen that Todd was like getting gray hairs. Like maybe we should draft a first baseman this round. No, maybe yeah. no. Who needs a first no. baseman? And um, and we've had the opportunities to trade for a first baseman, and we Jay still Knight. could trade for a first baseman. I am still yeah. on the train that we should try and put together something for uh, Justin Bauer. Yeah, yeah. I'm with for, for anybody. Or or I mean, we have we could give McMahon a shot again. We could give Patterson a shot again. Um, ask Tom Murphy looking, if he can play first base. Ask Tom Murphy if he can do anything. Like anything, he could probably spit anything? sunflower seeds better than half the team. But no one spits sunflower seeds better than Mark Reynolds, and he's a free agent. So that's true. Um, I was also looking at Derek Gibson is not fantastic, but he's be- might be a better option than Daniel Castro. I mean, you know? I don't know if you guys read there was a, I think it was Harding said that uh, Castro has taken. Ground balls and stuff at first base the last couple of days. Why? So, I don't know why. I'm just I'm, like literally signs anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's funny because it's like they're they're acknowledging that hey we have a problem here. Let's try Daniel Castro there. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a meme. There's got to be a meme of like there's a problem. We do everything to besides yeah, anything it. but the logical part. I mean we have the, an issue. Let's, the immediate let's answer it. should be. Send Castro back down and bring up Jordan Patterson or somebody. And then I was talking hypotheticals with somebody the other day of apparently uh, Nolan's cousin, Josh Fuentes, who is a third baseman by trade, has done some work at first base so far this season. Not a ton, but why not look into? Because he's hitting pretty well so far this season. 862 Um, OPS with uh, three home runs, four triples. Slugging percentage, uh, 486. Yeah, 142 at-bats. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and the guy's hit at every level he's been at. I mean, at, in A-ball, he had a 216 weighted runs created plus, advanced A-113, double A-137, now triple mm-hmm. A-124. I mean, he's just always hit. Yeah. And, and you could also just, you know, you could just DFA card up Josh Fuentes, and that way Nolan's happy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, my cousin's on the team. But hey, it's like my big brother's lost, but... you yeah. You might... As well, I would love to see them just take Fuentes and see, hey, you want to be a first baseman? See how that goes? Because it's something. It's doing right. something. It's doing literally anything to address these issues. Well, That's I not think by next, Castro playing first base. By next week, you got to you gotta try um, Derek Gibson. Yeah. Or <laughs> any, like anybody besides Castro, unless Castro hits like, what, two doubles? Is that all I need two. to ask for? Is that what you want? You just want I two? think if Castro hits two doubles... Then maybe. Zach is satisfied. Um, this is Sunday. Let's take a quick break and then we'll make like a long week prediction or something, all right? All okay. right. Done. Welcome back to Rockpile Talkpile. Um, we're going to try to get this out soon, but just in case, we're going to do the whole next couple of games preview, which the Rockies finally play the NL West. Yes. After starting with we play we play the Padres the twelve Padres. times oh before we play the Giants or Pod, or uh, Dodgers. How does this happen? Like, remember when there used to be like these two people? There's this article about those two people who used to make like the the like the schedules for the entirety mm-hmm. of like fifty thirty years or something, and now it's, it's just a, that dumb computer, man. Doesn't even know what it's doing. Doesn't even know what it's doing. Anyway, so we got um, the Padres, the Giants, and the Dodgers coming up. 
And we are technically right now a better team than all of those. Yes, we have a better record than all of them. And I would also like to point out that um, on May 15th, we are scheduled to face Jordan Lyles. He is the starting pitcher now for the Padres. Watch him do this power change. I swear to God, if he goes like six or seven on us, I'm going to flip out. I'll I'll sign him to play first base. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I mean, if anything, just call us Sensei Taylor to play first base. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, um, Let's say, so we have, what, nine... Game one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have ten games versus the NL West. Mm-hmm. Um, Sandwich with the Reds in between. Well, after. Oh, I was looking at the wrong week. My bad. <laughs> and we play, why don't you play the Reds in May twenty fifth, and then the Reds on June fifth? Like, who does this? Computers. It's everybody. We everybody. We don't wants play the Diamondbacks on June eighth. What is going on? There's a lot of weird little two game series scattered across this year's schedule as well. Yeah. yeah, I guess those are my, my gripes about the MLB right now is what's with these schedules and fix the damn scoreboard. Yeah, we want a good scoreboard that you spent a lot of money on. Just, like, did you never test it? Did you yeah. not have people <laughs> who know how to use it? Like, <laughs> Your programming's bad. You need a new programmer. Yeah, everything's bad about that. Anyway, um, Padre series. Let's just go uh, record in the... Wait, it's a two-game series? Two-game yeah, series. Miles. Why? I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot of weird little two-game series scattered out across. Uh, first one, though, was Anderson and Lucchesi, and then Marquez versus Lyles. We're going to lose. Ooh, that's hard. I think somehow we win and get the game against Lyles, but it's not pretty. No. And Lucchesi still has our number for some reason. I got us both. I got us winning both, but I think both games are going to be bad baseball to watch. Like it's not going to be fun for us to watch. Yakety sacks on repeat. Yeah. Um. I was gonna Jack. go. I was gonna go with winning both, but I feel like um, series Marquez, the game Marquez Lyles on the fifteenth is going to be a Rockies win a lot more solidly because, like you said, Lucchesi for uh, Monday's game still has our number. So I say we. I say it's not a pretty win tomorrow, but then on Tuesday we win solidly. Nice. Um, we don't know who we're facing with the Giants. Um, uh, lined up Samarja, Holland, Stratton. These guys, like, I've heard good things about Stratton, but it's... He has, yeah, the, uh, the um, um, spin rate people really love Chris Stratton. Yeah. Curveball apparently is like a high, high, high spin rate. You know, and it's at AT&T Park. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, uh. it's been weird. We have to think about the Giants again. That whole like year and a half, where like, oh, finally the Giants. You are were gone. literally the worst deba- team in baseball for a year and a half. I know, and then I think they fall back to earth at some point later this season. Well, they're gonna be yeah. without Cueto for a long time. Yep, yep. I think Bumgarner's still a few weeks away. Yep. But even even with those guys, the team doesn't scare me as much. Brandon Belt finally fell back to earth again. Um, Unless he's taking 20-pitch ABs. Yeah, Hunter Pence has got to start yeah, becoming bad again. And then Brandon Crawford's defense, but not offense. Yeah, his offense, ever since 2016, his offense has been brutal. But he's, he's very slick, and I fear that he would probably be a start, like an all-star game worthy shortstop and he might kick you know trevor off because it is san francisco true and we've yeah. got a trey turner to deal with too no Corey secret though yeah so yeah I don't think... prediction for the giant series then uh, uh i would be two and one us it's yeah. a four game series it'd be oh, two and it? two us oh yeah i'd go oh, two I and two that. or three and one three and yeah, one yeah i'd huh? go I'd go two and two. Also, we are a better team on the road, which is really, really strange. Yeah, this yeah. whole this whole season with how much better we've been on the road versus at cores, like I don't get it. I don't either. Maybe yeah. that was their strategy. Is like, why don't we just get a better road team, and then the Rockies got to hit at home. You just know they're, they're gonna, gonna hit. hit. You just know. I think so. The acceptable amount of times that the Colorado Rockies can be shut out at home is zero. <laughs> <laughs> I 
the acceptable amount of times you should bunt at home, it should also be zero, bud. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Um, not, guys, I've got a brilliant new offensive strategy. Everybody bunts. Every event. No. God, I would kill myself. No. Hey, at least we're changing <laughs> something. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not watching a bunt off. Uh, I got so mad at the Padres last night when I was watching their game. I rooted for them to lose just because of the stupid bunt call they made. You know what's um, reminding me of the Rockies right now, though, is the Mariners, who have two runs on nine hits to start the game. Oh, that's super frustrating. Good job, Mariners. Yeah. Um, and then I guess just let's just go to the Dodgers. Uh, I don't think we win in, in L.A. I think we get one to, one and two in L.A. I would agree with that. I'd say one and two unless we get lucky. And the offense decides to turn on. I just, but we're not changing anything. So, yeah. but okay, I, how well, long? Like I said, that luck, like we had um, in that Cubs series. Yeah, you know the Mets series. I think was actually a really, like, a pretty damn good series. Yeah, it was a fun series to watch. Yeah, it was, it was probably our best series. I mean, sweet wise, obviously, but I mean, just the brand of baseball we watched. Right. Um, so that means that I think if we went, if I went one, one for the Padres, uh, one, two for the Giants and no, the Giants is a four game. So you said two and two for Giants. Yeah. So that's three. I think we went four games in this next road trip. So four and six. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, for some reason I'm feeling pretty good about that LA series and I, I'm probably going to regret saying this, but I think we sweep them and I'm probably no. going to regret it. And I totally get You're, that. I'm regretting it right now for you. And I thought, and <laughs> so I thought I, I was the optimist saying we were going to yeah, win the series. I don't know. I just have a weird feeling about that series just because LA is not playing well. Justin Turner still not going to be there. Uh, no, Corey Seager, obviously, with the Tommy John surgery. Jansen's not where he's supposed to be. Turner yeah, is, I, I think, finally hitting his rehab assignment. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. know when he's going to be back. And those wrist injuries, they, they zap your power for a lot of guys. They'll just right. won't have any power the rest of the year. Yeah. So, and who knows if that's the case. Just Turner, maybe he'll he'll be perfectly fine and he'll match 30 home runs in the short amount of time he plays. 30 but home runs from, in, from, from May basically June on. That'd be impressive. Not, not that would be impressive. Uh, Evan? Let's see. So I had the pot. I had 2-0 for the Padres and 3-1 and for the Giants. Uh, Super I do, optimistic. Yeah, and then I say 1-2 for the Dodgers. Six and... So, so six that'd wins? be 6-4. 6-4. Six and, four. Six and four. No, that's not right. 6-3? and three? Math is, is hard, it? you guys. Two, four, <laughs> three. It's a nine. It's nine games because of the three. stupid Padres series. Six oh, and three. Yeah. yeah. I'd say I say we come away from the road trip with at least a winning record on the road trip uh, before yeah. we come back home. Yeah, that that'd be nice. Um, let's just do let's do um, other kinds of predictions. How long does Daniel Castro stay on the Rockies? Three weeks. Oh God. <laughs> Every uh, every single person it's been there on the roster three weeks longer than they need to be. So I'll do I'll do two weeks and six days then. Ah, that's good. I'll take a dollar, Bob. <laughs> take a dollar, dog. Yeah. Did you use your dollar dogs? I, I used three of them. Uh, I didn't know it was dollar hungry. dog day. Nobody nobody alerted me. There, you have many things to learn. I do apparently. Um, your Castro. Uh, well, I think uh, uh, I'll go I'll go he's he's gone at the end of the road trip 10 days oh that that's way. optimism right there and who so gets brought up uh, we'll bring somebody back from the disabled list who I don't know <laughs> trying to think of who's on the disabled list right after Estevez I said that I was like wait who's Zach, on the disabled list Zach Roscoff Roscoff Estevez Oh, yeah. Who's I don't him? think we see Estevez until after the All-Star break. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's doing so hot. Yeah, if, ah, I feel like every time Ryan Gonzalez, that's who we call up. No! Did you just pick a he's random a person day? off the list? He's, he's, on, he's on, he had a rehab assignment with Lancaster. Ryan Gonzalez. No. No. I just, just going to hate. I just I just want to see Tom Murphy before, before June. Yeah. I was, anyway... I want to see anybody before June. I want to see us actually do something. And coming up to bat, it's Evan. Sure. 
Hey, I'm two for two in my softball league to start the summer. Oh, there, there you go. go. I've you got more. I've got more infield hits this season than Ian Desmond does. Oh gosh. Mm. I have. Uh, I had a good night last Monday because um, I was on a team that won a game. That's good. It wasn't my team. Oh, <laughs> you subbed in for somebody. Yes. Yeah, so I was like, "Wait, what is it like getting three outs in an inning?" Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. I think I watched our pitcher literally get the yips in our game. He walked like six straight guys. Yeah, which in slow pitch softball. Slow pitch softball is so easy to walk somebody. Our pitcher. Gave I'm sorry, up. but if you're gonna walk six straight, like, okay, you've scored. Like, you're up, like, by 12 runs. Just start uh-huh. swinging, dude. Like, this guy clearly cannot hit. Like, just start swinging. Yeah, uh, our pitcher in our game on Friday gave up 13 runs in the final inning of play. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. we have a five-run um, max per inning. Oh, they, I wish we had that. It was the last inning of the game, and, you know, we were oh. the home team, so we were going to have another go, and it just all went to hell. Yeah. I've been there. I got to sign up for the summer softball, then. Summer softball. Summer, summer softball, softball league started in most places. My spring league is still going. I, I got to figure it out. All right, I'm going to go look up uh, summer slow pitch softball and um, look forward to... We just to, got finished before the game started. Yeah, let's look, let's look forward to a split of the uh, Brewer series. It's Mother's Day. We always do well on Mother's Day. Do we, though? Oh, Robinson Cano broke his hand. Oh, seriously? Oh, uh, no. Paxton's Dang. up to 102 pitches. Oh, man. And it's only the sixth. Oof. Well, All we right. will continue to monitor many things baseball, and we'll talk to you guys next week or sometime soon. Eventually. About, we'll talk to you eventually. Yeah, we, we, just just hold your horses, everybody. We're I'm gonna coming go back. Out, I'm going to go out to Albuquerque and act like I belong. I will see you guys on the starting roster soon. <laughs> For five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, see everybody later. See you guys. Hey, have a good one.